uh, After Chef the podcast, uh, the show where we talk about Master Chef the show. That was so clear. <laughs> I loved it. Thank you. Just took us like forty episodes, and we've got it nailed. It's he happened. still had panic in his eyes. Yeah, though. yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's sweating through his shirt. <laughs> um, my name is Max, and the ladies always by my side. Stacy and Jenny. Um, guys, exciting, uh, exciting times at uh, After Chef headquarters. This episode, uh, people who listened to the last episode are probably wondering, Jenny. Did you write a children's book in the past it, over the past seven days? Yes, I did. Amazing, and so that we will have a reading of that. Yeah, uh, a little bit later. I also just want to give a little precursor to it. This is what I wanted to tell you guys earlier, but I okay. wanted to save it for on here. That's okay. good. We got to build buzz. Yeah. So I've been really busy all week. Five day work week. Ugh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Disaster. <laughs> so last night I was cooking dinner, and I thought, oh no, I'm going to write um, a pot de mash for my giraffe. While I'm cooking some in the house alone, so I pour some wine, I'm cooking. I write it on the back of an envelope because it's honestly the only paper I could find. I was like, do I have own paper? Anyway, I didn't see Callum last night because when (laughs) I came home, he was at the beach and I went to bed because I had a really early call time this morning and he got up before me. Yeah, Um, Two ships in the night. So he texts me. Oh, sorry, my chair. I want to read it directly because it was... One of the funniest things I've ever received. I get a text at 7.51 a.m. from Callum. Mm-hmm. Are you okay? <laughs> there was weird scribbles all over an envelope in the kitchen. <laughs> and I said, yes. I had to write a poem for the podcast. And he said, I thought you were having a breakdown, so I couldn't <laughs> sleep all night. Are you sure you're okay? <laughs> I just scribbled all over an envelope. You like it's right here. Like if you saw this, would you think I was insane? It's 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 a little startling. (laughs) She's like, oh my god, she thinks she has a giraffe. What is this pouch? So we're very excited to hear this story. Which we want to hear now? No, no, no. Because people don't tune in. They want they want to know what we think about the episode. We can come to that. Later. Plus, it's a reward for people for sticking with us. Um, I just read it. I wrote it once and then haven't looked at it again. So This sounds like a real genius origin story. Like, you're always like, oh, Bill Gates came up with the idea for Clippy on the back of a napkin in his garage or whatever. Like, real genius just happens when you least expect it. And before you know it, we're on Disney. (laughs) We're on Disney. Back, back, baby. It's giraffe time. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so, and uh, the other big uh, thing that's happened uh, that we'll get to at the end of this episode is that uh, we have a exclusive interview. Well, is it exclusive? No, we have an interview. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's an exclusive, exclusive interview with you. Yeah. That's right. It's yeah. a Max Mitchell exclusive. That's right. He's uh, never before granted an interview to anybody. <laughs> so this is pretty special. Max, how did you feel about conducting your first in? Mm-hmm. Let's get some behind the scenes insight. So it will be there'll be an interview with uh, Samantha. Mm-hmm. Uh, Half of Samartha. <laughs> I don't know mm. about that. Um, uh, yeah, it was good. I was actually nervous. I mean, she's a, she is, at least for now, a celebrity, you know? And uh, it's a... Uh, she follows my personal Instagram. As, as mine as well. Does she follow you? No. She's... Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, but she's super Listen, sweet. I'm an acquired taste. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it, was, it was great. A uh, real easy person to talk to. We talked a lot. Well, you'll hear it at the end of this episode, but lots of fun stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. Very exciting. She also gave us some... Um, uh, some advice on uh, what to do should we get Shanika on the show. So, very mm-hmm. excited. If you Did she hear. overtake Shanika in your heart? Um, well, I mean, I don't feel comfortable talking about Samantha in that way because she's so nice and, and quite young. Oh, <laughs> Max likes some old and mean. <laughs> That's why it works with me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so stick around. That will be at the very end uh, of this episode. So- I like that this, like what you're doing right now is very similar to MasterChef when they're like, <laughs> coming up on today's episode, here's all the highlights, but you got to stay tuned. We need flames. Yeah. <laughs> Low of fire sounds like. <laughs> Who can do the best one? Ma- Max, Wait, you, fire. you Oh. Oh. <laughs> 
Thank you. <laughs> I was going to go for the, try to crickle crackle. Oh, that's good. That's more like a Yule log. We're all just gathered around the crackling fire. <laughs> what was uh, this episode about? Yeah, great question. So um, the whole thing begins in the MasterChef kitchen. We're back, baby. Mm-hmm. Forget about this outdoor wedding. Always, like, they've done a few wedding episodes, just thinking back to last week. They're always outdoors weddings. Why don't they ever do them in a, a ballroom or a, a cool reclaimed barn or whatever? Yeah, church. Mm-hmm. They must just get a deal on, like, they're like, we have this big tent. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Guys, this episode, like, church. I haven't slept a lot this week. Mm-hmm. And halfway through it, I think I texted you guys and I was like, yeah. what the F is going on? I know. I was it so, was so complicated. I felt like, I was, like there was so many rules. Is Aaron from Louisiana? There was more like picking yes. up boxes and things just crawling out of it. And I was just like, I felt like I was in some sort of like everything went like I don't know how to describe that. Mm, well, describe what you're doing with your arms. Like I'm picturing when they pick up the mystery box, all those things were crawling out of it, and then like. You know when things go wavy, like if you're having a dream or a psychedelic you, montage, like psychedelic. Mm. Yeah, I was just like, whoa. And then the next thing you know, you're in a fugue state writing a poem about a giraffe <laughs> on your mail. <laughs> I think there's actually a check in here. What does what does fugue state mean? Like when you black out and like your body keeps going without your brain knowing uh, who you are. Um, okay. You know, that's exactly how I felt. I felt like my body kept going without my brain knowing mm-hmm. who I was watching this episode. <laughs> okay. I was just like, what? It Did was, you feel like that? I felt like it all moved super quick. I felt like it, it was steam, we steamrolled. Oh, bam. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I felt steamrolled as a fan just being like, wait, wait, wait. Oh, I, I can't. Before I can even process what's going on, you're gone. And then, wait, I I'm, can't even. I'm still like mourning uh, Matt. Is this yeah. Like, yeah. We and, barely knew him. Yeah, and then he's R&B. gone. Have I, we ever seen someone go home from a mystery box before? No, it that seems was really so mean. Crazy. I man, uh, yeah. So, like it. so <laughs> is this like a symptom of torture? Like when things are really unpredictable, like in in jail or when you're yeah. in confinement and you're trying to like break somebody and so get them like to the make water a confession. Yeah, TV. you're like turning lights on and off. You're like trying to confuse yeah. people. What Spitting time is it? What them. day is it? Yeah, rattling the bars, making strange noises, feeding them in and out, Rats. weird times. Mm. It, it throws you off. They're, it's strange, though, because we're always calling for them to be more innovative. What do we want? But it it did just feel like... I mean, we've said it before, and we'll say it again. They really go from zero to 100. It almost felt like an episode that was written by somebody who had like had MasterChef described to them, but had never seen an episode. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah I got it. There's yeah. mystery box. People go home. Um, yeah, sometimes there's an elimination There's things. Benefit. Craps. Craps. People go to a balcony. I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got it from here. Also... I know you mentioned that we have some conspiracy theories for Conspiracy Corner, which we'll talk about at the end. But I think Emily summed something up pretty neatly at the end of today's episode. What did she say? You have to wait and see. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. Did you not notice? No. Well, I'll wait till we get there. That anyway. could have just been your mental break. No. Like, we don't know what you saw. And <laughs> what, what did I was real? <laughs> Okay, so Max, you're, this is where you say, okay, okay, we're, yeah. we're, let's get to the beginning let's, here, guys. Let's do this. So <laughs> Great the, Max impression. The show begins and it's in the MasterChef kitchen, like I've already said five minutes ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, the uh, we learned very quickly we're going to go right into a mystery box challenge and that Iran is going to be... Uh, cooking alongside them. Why? Guys, serious oh, question. Why? Did we it. see his dish at the end? Yes. All right, I must have blanked that out. Because, <laughs> like, halfway through, we're in the next challenge. I'm like, did we even see? We- I'm texting Callum. I don't think you're okay. <laughs> why did he cook? Like, I don't know. he cooked, he came up and showed off his great dish, and everybody agreed that it was a great dish. And then they oh, just slaughtered cook. everybody else. It was so weird. Here's something else that was weird to back up a bit. What were they cooking with, Max? Um, a uh, an amazing a, lucky bag. That's right. That was full of crawfish, and it also had catfish in it. And I think it's really interesting how much catfish has been on the uh, last two seasons. Mm-hmm. What is this? Just are we being catfished? I think the by ca- the catfish council. I think the Cajun food is just the hot, hot, hot. is the trendiest food right now. 
Max, cue the boke boke baby music. Oh, why? What what could possibly be boke? Did a cat and a fish have a baby? (laughs) That's disgusting. (laughs) So while I was watching this, you know I get hungry when I watch this. So I usually eat when I'm watching it now. And I was eating potato salad. But I realized eating potato salad while them talking and showing really close-up shots of people scaling fish was like a horrible combination. (laughs) Also, he's like... Uh, scaling a redfish. Uh, cutting a catfish in half. Uh, sucking the intestine out of crawfish. I was just like, like, why? why do they always show me food in this way? <laughs> Is it to be ethical? Oh, maybe. Is it to be like Jenny? You should know that you have to suck the intestine out of crawfish. I think they just want to make chefs seem tough and cool. They're cool. like. Yeah, you're not just a, a Julia Childs in your fancy French kitchen, you know, divorced of, of all the realities and the grit and the like mm. manliness of it. Like, I think, mm. yeah, I think like eating and cooking can be a bit of an extreme sport or like a test of your metal. Like, oh, you're sophisticated yeah. and interesting because scaling is horrible. What do you think? What do you what would you guys think if they had to do like a um, uh, slaughter your own chicken? episode well is gutting a fish any different really from slaughtering a chicken well i mean when i say slaughter i mean like you have to like chop its head off but that's literally what we just saw them to do today that put me off my cajun chicken potato salad yeah yeah they boiled a crab alive yeah so how's that we know crawfish only take 30 (gasps) seconds okay what if they are each given a chick at the very beginning oh my god (laughs) Of I this love season. this episode. They have I to, love this. They have to raise the chick. <laughs> this is so And brilliant. as you're eliminated, whatever point you're eliminated, however old the chick you is, you chick. have to kill and cook your I, chick. This is the greatest idea. It teaches people the responsibility of eating meat and also really raises the stage. Yeah, yeah. you don't want to no. kill an adorable baby chicken. Back, Our- back, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, wait. Are you saying that if you get eliminated, you kill the yeah. chicken? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I... Um, how about or maybe that's the end this, result yeah I'm thinking episode one mm-hmm. here's your top 24 chefs in America or whatever Sorry, and each one of you get a today. each one of you get a baby chick or an egg, mm, egg come on it's that classic <gasps> high school oh and you're get... paired up with somebody and it's like I hope I hope <laughs> Shenika and Cesar can keep this egg alive together it's a mark they're too young to know any better <laughs> I think it has to be a chick because you want that chick over the course of the of the series mm-hmm. to Have grow some talking up. head to a rooster yeah to, no, to become a chicken so that in the final now you both have to cook your, your chicken. chicken holy and it, you yeah. have to you know but you... some might become roosters do baby chicks well, I'm sure do can... boy baby I'm sure chicks can... become roosters yeah can, can you eat a rooster would you eat rooster yeah some people I'm sure would eat a rooster why do we you know Patriarchy. Yeah. Why do you never eat rooster? <laughs> yeah, Max. <laughs> why do you not? Why is it not like rooster oven or whatever? I think probably because they don't. They don't. If you're like a boy chicken, you probably get end up. Oh, you're chicken. thinner. No, is that what you're gonna say? Okay. Oh, boys are thinner. I think you just get. I think you just get killed early on. Well, that seems wasteful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And but then it seems nugget. like I would eat them. Oh, new thing. <gasps> Maybe most of the chicken we eat are boys. No. Maybe they keep the girls to lay eggs and the boys get eaten. That makes more sense. It does make more sense. Hmm. It's been a real roller coaster ride for you guys. <laughs> Eat the men. <laughs> Eat the men. Handmaid's Tale is so men. hot right now. It's so hot. Um, yeah, so listen, we all know that MasterChef, the producers, listen to this show yeah, and take our ideas. We know. So this is how you It want... sounds like they half listen. Yeah, if you want to bring. <laughs> yeah, good point. You want to take MasterChef to number one in the in the ratings? You give each person their own live chicken, and that is what they must slaughter, defeather, uh-huh. butcher, and serve in the final episode. It will be so emotional. People They'd get be- to know the chicken, it. care for the chicken. The audience would get to, you know, maybe the yeah. chickens are doing some yeah. confession. Can you imagine chats? a montage of like the chickens like helping lift up the mystery box, looking <laughs> at the crabs, like jump, and then you look at the chicken, you're like. Don't, don't tell him. That could be you one mm-hmm. day. If we make it. Now, what happens if you have a chicken, but then you are eliminated? 
You haven't had to cook your chicken. What happens to that chicken? Maybe you and your chicken just get to go home. Home. Mm. All before you know it, chicken's driving a bus with you in North Carolina. <laughs> Ooh, she messaged us. I don't have time. Oh, really? She yeah. had time for that. She had time for that. Um, and let's just say the uniform was not her choice. <gasps> oh. Yeah, that's interesting. Because she had so much style, mm. like from the, from the neck up. Mm-hmm. Seem really strange. That would be so infuriating. Like, think about any job. I mean, we're all lucky enough to have jobs where we don't. Nobody tells us what to wear. Nobody tells us what to do. Thank God. But like the last job that I had a uniform for, when I worked in A and W when I was in high school. Like, imagine I mentioned that casually in my Master Chef interview, and they were like, "Yeah, yeah, you're the former fast food employee who's trying to have it all. Just wear, just wear your A and W top, Stacy. Just wear your A and W pants." And you're a hamburger scrunchie. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'd really, I'd really rather not. Like, no, no, no. This is gonna be your thing. Orange is your color. Get out there, girl. <laughs> I'd be so mad. I'd be so embarrassed. Yeah. I'd be so embarrassed. We got a lot of contestant emails this week. So much chatter. Thanks to Junie. Yeah. And I was dying because Farhan emailed. Did you see? Did I send this? To yeah, you? yeah. And he's like, just sending a nice email about doing an interview with us, and then at the end it says. Also, let Jenny know I say hi with a smiley face. You are an original Spice Boy. I like the idea that he thinks like our intern is handling this. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Let Jenny know I say hi. I'm like, it's oh, very it's me. clearly me. It's me. <laughs> we have a your your dog is causing a commotion out there. Yeah, he is. It has flavor. It's another dog that's barking at him. Okay, while Jenny's dealing with that, maybe yeah. I'll talk a little <laughs> bit about <nice> dogs. <laughs> About uh, on Twitter, all the contestants were going nuts. Oh my god, how exciting! Um, number one. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear this. Um, I like when you keep it secret for me. Um, number one. So last episode, we were talking about Cesar and Julia starting a cop show. I'm doing a secret fist bump in the air. And he started suggesting titles for the show. So here were his top three suggestions. These are gold. Kitchen cops. I mean, <laughs> is that gold bags? That one, they they get better. Custard detectives. That is amazing. Or but why? <laughs> I don't know. Or the bumping donuts. That that. But then bumping donuts. Yeah. Is that, Isn't that like a? Yeah, it's thing? a double entente. Mm. Is that is that what you call it? I'd prefer if you didn't. (laughs) But then savvy listener Heather pipes in to recognize that Cesar and Julia have rhyming last names. No. No. Yes. So she says, Cano and Dano? The show practically writes itself. Oh, my God. I love it. So good. Although, Heather, never say it writes itself because we're trying to get a job. Yeah, come on, man. We also had a lot of controversy because I, on Twitter... Accused Gordon of lying about the wedding and that it wasn't true. <laughs> Shanika and Taylor jumped to his defense. Ugh, get over it, Taylor. Then Matt said, actually, it was fake. So it's like, I don't know what to believe. Then Matt comes back and says, sorry, I'm kidding. It was 100% real. But why would he say Probably it Probably because the PR people were like, Matt, you can't be you saying can't. it's fake. Because yeah. we did get an email from another contestant, who I wouldn't name, saying he was surprised. First time listener to the show. Hmm. Um, he was surprised about how much we were correct about the wedding, <laughs> which I was also surprised yeah. by that. <laughs> I mean, we're throwing a lot at the walls. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Wow. Um, Cesar and Shanika also were having a bit of repartee um, on the Twitter boards, tagging us, not inviting us to participate, but just to watch. <laughs> uh, yeah, threatening to fight each other, sharing some some gifts of anime fighters. I think Shanika, yeah, I think Shanika's really leaning into her ponytail fighting fighting thing. All I want in my life is for Shanika, because she always hashtag Chef Shanika, yeah. and all I want is her to hashtag Shink. That's all I want. Like, if you gotta chef, be real careful if you're gonna hash if you're a celebrity. Shink S H I N K. Or she can even put a few eyes. Yeah, in a couple there, eyes, like three eyes. Shink or some extra S's. Shink. Um, that's all I want is her to hashtag Shink after she says these. Anyway, guys, the episode. Max, yeah. you just gave us a big talk about sticking on the episode <laughs> this time. I'm sorry. Um, he loves it. 
Thanks, the, Junie, for hooking all these yeah, people up. Absolutely. Thank, and thank you, contestants, for, for reaching yeah, out. Yeah, and being part of the conversation. It's, yeah. it's, we love it. That's why we do what we do. Mm-hmm, Makes mm-hmm. it all worthwhile. Uh, we've talked to Junie when on Cesar air. tweets and says he wants us to write him a jingle for corn milk. <laughs> That makes Did he? my day. Oh my yes. We could do that easily. Okay. I what? could bring my guitar or something. You have a guitar? I've got a lot of things that I don't put out there. Corn milk. C-R-O-N. Corn milk. Okay. Kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of, No, no, no. Okay. Okay. All right. We'll get back to you, Cesar. So... <laughs> I can't believe I can't believe you broke yourself with the corn milk song. That was not even in my, really not. In my head, I've also got we are the corn milk. We. I, don't know, I don't know if this is as funny as you guys think it is. Rate us in. Um, uh, oh, hey. So Julie- <laughs> this is what's killing me, man. I'm trying, okay, this is back I'm to, trying to rein you guys in. Okay, so Julia oh, had a fun example in this episode. Oh, wait, we're not making jingles anymore. Back to the episode. <laughs> Julia has a talking head where she's trying to play it cool. I cook with fish all the time. It's no big deal. <laughs> what is hard for Julia? She's just like so aggressively confident about everything. I love it. I think the producers must have cottoned on to the fact that she's defensive. Yeah. And ask her questions like, oh, so you've never cooked with fish, have you? <laughs> like, right. pardon me? Excuse. <laughs> <laughs> her answers are always so defensive. Yeah. yeah. Of course I've made donuts before. Of course I've made fish before. Of course I cook with fish in my dad's diner. She's like, okay. I love her confidence. Me too. Here's what I'm wondering, though, is... So she grew up in a restaurant family, we hear. Her parents own diners. Does that not... Like, she must have worked as a chef or as a cook at some point. Like, when are you not a professional chef and when are you a yeah. home cook? That's a great question. And something that I think... Uh, you know, we're, I'm in the process right now of going back and forth with Mark. Mm-hmm. Young Mark from the show. Oh, yeah. His family owns a restaurant, too. They, yeah. They've owned several. They've owned several. And if you, there's Mark has a really interesting backstory. So I'm very excited to talk to him once we can kind of get our schedule sorted out because I think that is a great question. At what point are you a home chef? At what point are you a professional chef? I wonder does it, and does it matter? Do you think it's like an educational qualification? Um, I, I don't know. That's Cause, a good question. Because the show Top Chef is for people who work in the restaurant industry. And the distinction yeah. of MasterChef is that you're the best home cook in America. I think there's also been MasterChef The Professionals mm. in the UK. Oh, wow. I've watched that before. Where oh, it's wow. like chefs from kitchens are in this environment. Oh, that's cool. When are we going to get MasterChef The Professionals Junior? That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> when they turn 16. Yeah. <laughs> MasterChef Teen. Oh, how God, good that would be. be angsty. Have we not pitched that before? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, we've just um, pitched MasterChef Senior. Yeah. So mm. good. So halfway through the mystery box challenge, it, it's a collection of seafood from <laughs> Louisiana, an amazing lucky which bag. is where uh, Aaron sets up his shop. That's I'm, his home base. I've never heard that, that before. Neither. <laughs> like, so sorry. He's his parents are from there. Or he's from there. Or? No, I think I don't know. I, I think he's from Mexico. I just felt to, like I feel like they're always shoving it down our throats that he's like Mexico's bad boy chef. Yeah, and they don't Black address magic. it at all. He's just like, these are from my home country. And you're like, what? Like, they didn't, nobody mentioned anything. About what? They just said, these are from my home, Louisiana. And I was like, well, you're allowed to be from somewhere and also live somewhere else. I know, but he. You of all people should know that. I do know that, but it's like, you would mention that. Yeah, how would it not You can hear my accent. You're constantly telling me how, like, strange I sound. I wouldn't just show up with a moose and be like, this is from my home country. Everyone be like, is it though? What would you do with a moose? Are you cooking it or it's just a, a pet? I don't know. I was how thinking big, Jenny, how big is a moose? I mean, I've seen I saw one at the zoo. I know you told oh, me you specifically did. not to talk about zoos this time. <laughs> I only saw a young one, but it was very big. I'm actually really worried about dying from a moose this week. Yes, they're it's very on my large. top feared animals. That That's... then grizzly bears, then wolves. Mm, that's right, listeners, um, 
savor this time you have with Jenny because she's about to head into the wilderness very ill-prepared. Very ill-prepared for seven days. Are you doing any fan meetups while you're there? Uh, There's nobody. There's not even cell phone signal. I asked that and then everyone was laughing and thought I was joking. And I was like, I I quit this trip. Seven days. Yeah. Going to be canoeing down the river like a regular fur trader. Maybe mashed to my giraffe is going to be post-mortem. Oh, my God. Imagine. The unpublished. Would you two donate some of the money to something I care about? Like freeing giraffes from zoos. Yeah. Or (laughs) potatoes. Yeah, like some sort of potato charity for Or I'd really like the money to go towards purchasing advertising for potatoes on an episode of MasterChef. (laughs) So it's not like avocados. It's like Yukon Gold. I love it. We're laughing, but is Yukon Gold potatoes any different than Californian avocados? Is that why you're going to the Yukon? You're digging for Yukon Gold? I think I would... No. There's gold in their hills. There's not like potatoes just growing in the Yukon. I have no idea. I have no idea. They're not like report back walnut. in two weeks. I'll I think you know a lot of the vegetation you're going to encounter is going to be mostly like algae stuck on rocks. Really? So, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Berries. Um. Anyways, so they have this sack of seafood from Louisiana. It's disgusting. They start to cook with it, and very quickly. Or, no, Why did it have to be in a bag? It was dis- honestly disgusting. Um. They. Ugh. They're told. That whoever is in the bot, whoever the whoever has the worst dish, is going home in the mystery after they box. cooked it. I told them that after they cooked it. Oh, they told them after. after. They it. You guys That's are why right. it's such a zinger. Because like with a mystery box challenge, you might be like, oh, I'm gonna push myself for like try something new because yeah. like there's no risk. Oh, uh, it's I, what a Joe zinger! Said it in such a weird way, I get like Joe just doesn't know how to commute. Like, yeah, they're like, oh, Joe, can you just kind of get this concept across? He's like. Oh, and another thing, contestants, I have some more information that you will be very interested in. Like, He's what are you talking Transylvanian ta- now. Yeah, <laughs> Transylvanian is like a good, I came across well there. Because that's how he came across. Mm. It's like, he doesn't just say it. It's like, oh, hello, humble employees. <laughs> Happy <laughs> lunchtime, chefs. <laughs> Someone's going home. Yeah. And then somebody is coming to stay in my castle. <laughs> <laughs> One of you will be Master Chef of America, and the other will be my vampire bride. <laughs> New question Who would be the best vampire bride? Oh my God. Taylor. I don't want to say Shannon comes everything. How can it not be? Taylor. No. No, no Shanika has the cold, cool attitude of a Morticia no, type. A bride's like not an alpha, right? Like the man is in charge oh, of vampire brides. I also think Junie has a play. Ooh. Yeah. You can picture him in the costume, right? Yeah. Yeah, he'd look amazing. Yeah, absolutely. He would look amazing. Um, New drag idea? Junie, take note. I think that's right. <laughs> um, so... They make their dishes, and they are told that they are when somebody's going home. Now, halfway through, before, during the actual cooking, man, Gordon just goes after Matt. It, that was just seemed so aggressive and so... Targeted. Like, yeah, it seemed super targeted. Why does Gordon hate Matt? It was so targeted that when they sent Matt home... I was like, was this all just some reason for Gordon to get rid of Matt? Okay, we're going to have to go to the end. What do you mean? To what I was telling you about Emily. Okay. Cue the muse. Which muse? Cereal. It's always cereal, it's always cereal. when I say cue the muse. It was right at the end of the episode. <laughs> There'd be nuts. There'd be downs. There was crawfish crawling over dead redfish. I felt confused. I was hungry, but I wasn't hungry. And then, right at the end, Emily's little face pops up. She gives us kind of a recap of the episode and says, Now, coincidentally... All the judges are in five aprons each. <gasps> Felt targeted to me. Yeah. That's what came, that's my conspiracy theory or my conspiracy corner entry for today. Okay, conspiracy corner, here we go. Are you playing something? I thought I thought it was. And it's like somebody's watching me. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> Anyways, listener uh, Kid Amadeus. Hi, Kid Amadeus. Hi. Um, says, I think your elimination 
conspiracy theory was right on. Isn't it funny how each judge has exactly five <gasps> aprons left in the competition? Could explain some of the unfair eliminations we've seen. I think you're right on, Kid Amadeus. Right <laughs> on. Yeah. I totally agree. I think the people that went home tonight were like weirdly targeted, Lindsay and Matt. Mm-hmm. And it was like... Gordon went after Lindsay so hard. Oh, this is disgusting. Mm-hmm. I went after Matt bad. so hard that I was like, what? And then Emily summed that up at the end. I was like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Just let the best boy, person win. Best spice boy win. Let the best. <laughs> <sighs> Poor Matt. Matt. If you want to chat about your experience, we want to we want to hear from you. Just shoot I want us a you message. to turn around, Clark, Clark Kent, and come back as Superman. I was like, oh, come on. Has now. he never seen mm-hmm. a man with glasses before? Like he, to I'm me, glasses that... and a shirt—that's yeah. like me calling Max Clark Kent just now. He does get that sometimes. I do. Do you? Yeah. I think my mom said you looked like Clark Kent. Okay, yeah. that's a stretch, but more of a spite, more of a Peter Parker. It's like when I tell people my doppelganger is Emma Stone. You can tell people what you want. I guess. <laughs> yeah, it felt really targeted. What did Matt even cook that they were so horrified by? Yeah. Um, shrimp. Shrimp. <laughs> like Taylor's one, I thought the thing on top was garlic bread, and then they said it was a slice of fish. It's just like fish next to spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. Like, why did she get to stay? That's- I thought it was a slice of garlic bread. Because she'd cook like shrimp, shrimp pasta. And they were furious she'd put shrimp with tomato. <laughs> you know what's really interesting is that because they announced it after they had cooked, they probably knew who they would send home there anyways. Yeah, what if they just decided it in the moment? Yeah, they're like, we need to even out these teams. You scope it out and you're like, oh yeah, okay, one of Gordon's teams really... Blew it this time. So, okay, uh, everybody, uh, 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 whoever has the worst is going home this time. Mm. Whoever is uh, wearing glasses and a shirt, um, yeah, you're out. Whoever, you're out. Yeah. New rule. That's right. Whoever has like kind of my me Gordon. Whoever here has kind of Gordon Ramsay physique, uh, you got. <laughs> you're got. Gone. Yeah. You're gone. I was wondering today, and maybe this is something you can look out for in the next end. Mm. You know when they put place their dishes down to get mm-hmm. tasted. And then the camera was as a pretty close pan. Mm-hmm. I was trying to see today if my eyes could um, spot a cut between them putting their dishes down. Because the, for the camera to get that pan, and it looks like they've only made one of these dishes, mm-hmm. yeah. the camera has to come right up and like pan around it. So I was trying to see if I could spot a cut point where like you'd have this really awkward moment of like you standing facing the judges but a camera panning your dish before they tasted it. I mean, Do you I know guess what they I mean? could put it somewhere else. I think but then can- they would have cut into it and mm. eating it and stuff I so i was just I trying to I work out understand what you're talking about. that's okay it's just, just for my own head. That's why she's- oh, there's so many nuts <laughs> I, i'm a nut so it's fine it's fine oh, so matt. matt goes home who's bottom three matt taylor and jaron 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 mm-hmm mm. yeah but I, then there's something fishy about that whole challenge. Something red fishy, mm. something cat fishy about it. But then each judge picked two of their own team again, like maintaining the evenness for mm-hmm. immunity. So that was part one of the winning this challenge. Part two is that they each got to pick a box with, or put stickers on a box. This is when I. It was I, so complicated. Like, was this sponsored by Frozen Food? I mean, it's no, very no. anti-frozen. Food. Yeah, right. It felt really like when you go and a friend wants to play a really complicated board game, and then they spend half the time explaining the instructions. Like, yeah, like, and then so they put the stickers on, and some the people, stickers equated to how long it takes to cook yes. the meal. Yes, mm-hmm. and they all had to decide together. At first, I thought it was going to be like a race where all these people with immunity would race to the fridge, grab whoever they. Like, grab one sticker, throw it on somewhere else. But then they had to run in there, decide as a group. Cesar really had it out for Shanika. (laughs) (laughs) It was crazy. But eventually they decide that Shanika is going to get only 40 minutes to cook this frozen meal replica. Mm -hmm. So everybody's supposed to make a Salisbury steak frozen dinner equivalent. Shanika's got 40 minutes to do it. Emily gets 35 and Julie gets 30. Now, do you think that the 
the Julia and Shanika and Emily choices. Was that because they were afraid of their talent or because they just didn't enjoy their company? I don't because Shanika like has been bottom of the pack consistently. A couple of times now, yeah. Consistently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I think I she rubs some people the wrong way. Yeah. Not us, Shanika, if you're listening. It's absolutely not us. That's right. But, like, if you're in the competition, do you care, really, if you don't like her? Like, I don't care if I'm sharing a bunk room with her. I might care, but I'd still rather get rid of, like, competitors. Actually, uh, you know, uh, Sam, and I, I don't think it made it into the to the interview. She was saying that they are filming long days, six days a week. And so you're spending a ton of time with these people. So. Like, they're your co-workers, essentially, yeah. I guess. Yeah, exactly. So maybe you do just want to get rid of them. They are there to make friends, turns out. At least Cesar is. <laughs> you know he is. Uh, if you, did you guys follow Cesar on uh, social media? I do now. Instagram? Instagram? <laughs> no. He's on, a, he's on a, a tour right now. He's visiting all his pals from the show. Aww. Yeah, going from oh, town yeah, to town. Oh, yeah, he did go see Junie. Yeah, and he's, uh, he's hanging out with Sam today. Maybe oh. you should come up north and see us. Yeah. The guy loves to travel. Cesar, Me- if you're near like Seattle, were any of them from, from Seattle? Sam's in, from Idaho, and so is Matt, and they both were like really giving it to Iowa for, or sorry, Iowa, not Idaho. They were really giving it to Iowa for not having any fresh food or fresh seafood. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was confused about that because I don't know where Iowa when, is. Yeah. We talked a little bit about corn mm. in the interview, so... Keep an eye out for that. If that doesn't entice you, and to stick around and listen. Max <laughs> really dropping some teasers. <laughs> I don't know what will. Um, guys, uh, we should uh, uh, take a moment here to talk about, to remind people about how they can support the show. Oh. Um, you can, number one, give us a little rating on iTunes. That would really make our day a few stars and nice Say a nice thing or two. Um, if you can't think of anything nice to say, keep it to yourself. If you'd like <laughs> to contribute financially to the show, we would love that. Just go to our Patreon account, which you can reach through Gordon Ramsay. I wouldn't feed it to my dot dog. That'll take you right to our Patreon page where you can see all these fun rewards you can get for uh, donating a few bucks here and there. You might get to intro the show. You could leave a personal message. You could buy Jenny's teeth. Maybe get a t-shirt. <laughs> um, it really runs the gamut. <laughs> um, teeth are still available. Yeah. Mm, four surprise. teeth still available. Surprise. Believe it or not. Are we? Do we get to hear the giraffe? Yes, so this would be a great, uh, great time, I think, for uh, uh, for us to hear Jenny's uh, story. Now, what did you land on for a title? Uh, a pouch of mash for my giraffe. Love it. Glad pouch. Stuff. I literally wrote this, and as you can see, it's a first draft. Oh no! <laughs> so no. I really labored hope, over this. I really hope this goes well. Oh, let's Callum do it. lost sleep over it. And if people didn't listen to last week's episode. Fast forward or something. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> and any publishers interested, mm-hmm. reach out. Do you need any music? It's all right. Um, a pouch of mash for my giraffe. I have a giraffe. His name is David. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's, it's just line two. David has a long neck and knobbly knees. People say he's too tall, but I like David and David likes me. There's one thing about David and don't freak out. David has no teeth, just a big gummy mouth. I love it. Do you know about giraffes? Like what they like to eat? Spoiler alert, it's twigs. Twigs and branches and leaves. <laughs> now I think you look quite smart. I shouldn't have to spell it out. But David can't crunch twigs with his big gummy mouth. <laughs> this is great. But that's okay. You don't have to worry. Because David has me, even if he is so gummy. I peel and I peel, I boil, then I smash. Then I call David and say, Hey, you want to come over for a pouch full of mash? A pouch, I hear you say. A pouch full of mash. Why not a bowl or a plate for this stash? I asked you before and I'll tell you again. Do you know about giraffes? About David, my friend? If you did, you'd know they have no fingers, you see. So cutlery is out for David and me. So a pouch it is, a pouch full of mash, for David, my friend, David the giraffe. That was beautiful. Incredible. We're selling a million copies. <laughs> we. 
think it's a. I think it's a nice. It's very rolled doll. I loved it. Yeah, I loved yeah. it. Great message. I think it, like the it's coded language about yeah. keeping taking care of your elders, like your re, like oh. geriatrics. You know, yeah, with and the teeth. gummy mouth. Yeah, like as someone who's gone through losing teeth recently, I felt that. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. I mm. did some fan art for Jenny. Um, and you know what? I actually drew a really gummy giraffe you without did. even knowing. I just felt it. <laughs> that giraffe does have no teeth. Mm-hmm. I'll put it on her Instagram. Yeah. That was great, um, Jenny. You have a you gift. Thank you so much, Jenny. We should throw it up on our Patreon first. And then a couple of weeks later, then we can throw it up on there. For what? Like, what will people... Because <laughs> you want to entice people to... to no, what? the world needs to know. The oh, world needs to know. We just gave them the words already. Oh, my God. I am horrible at this. Anyway, oh, I loved it. I hope I didn't bring the tone down with my heartfelt, oh, beautiful it. children's book. It was fantastic. Um, wow. I like one that more had, piece like, of yeah. After Chef Junior lore. I'm going to start a wiki, guys. <laughs> <laughs> what is a pouch full of mash for my giraffe? It's I... the 2018 children's story written by... <laughs> I can't even remember why we started talking about... Anyway, never, yeah. let's not get back into it. Um, so, after they unceremoniously dismiss Matt, just Ugh. a numbers game, Matt. Don't mm-hmm. don't, don't feel bad. It, it was yeah. just a numbers game. He's only been game. cooking for two years. So. I know. And he can cook red fish with the best of them. There yeah. you go. Um, so, uh, after, yeah, they've, they've, they've put stickers on all of the, uh, uh, all of the TV dinners and then they, they get going. The anything about the actual cooking that stood out for you guys? It all just like kind of gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I wrote down for my book book moment was literally everything. Yes. Like zooming in on Salisbury steak for half an hour is not pleasant. Even well cooked Salisbury steak is revolting to look at. Oh, Did you know what Salisbury fun. steak was? It's yes. just like hamburger covered in like mushroom goo. No. So I don't, don't know. know. I have no idea. I've always uh, thought it was just like a, a hamburger you eat with a fork and a knife, basically. They were furious at Julia Slicers. Uh, I think they were just trying to be dramatic, you know. But not ju- like not uh, mad enough. Like she got, made the best one. Yeah. Julia's- they also didn't get mad. So they got mad at her because she added tomato. But then Geron added cheese and they didn't give a hoot about that. Make up your mind, guys. Yeah. I also didn't realize until they like put it out when he was like well, you're supposed to be replicating this i thought it was kind of their take on yeah oh yeah it. you're elevating it you're making it different but it was it all just like hamburger meat yeah like you couldn't cook a filet meal <laughs> yeah i think it had to be like sort of a meatloafy ground beef patty it's sort of thing. It's mushroom. so gross, <laughs> so gross. you know who i was worried about um was Ashley. When Joe mm. was eating her food, she had like really shifty eyes. Mm-hmm. And then later she was standing back behind her bench and she just looked down. Ashley, are you okay? Mm. Is everything okay, buddy? Have you I... been waking up in the middle of the night and mm. writing poems on an envelope? It's like, <laughs> let us know. Ashley is the raver? No, no Ashley's that's the professional grocery shopper. Oh, I yes. actually thought yes. Chelsea was going to go home in this one because they focused on her quite a lot mm-hmm. on how she didn't eat frozen food. Mm-hmm. Did you know of... she grew up in the Middle East? Yeah, she said that in the first one because she was talking about the spices and stuff yeah. that she was influenced by. Well-traveled. Mm. Subtly, though. Mm. <laughs> mm. Did you know that Lindsay's opening an Airbnb in Cape Cod and should we go? I know when she was like, I want to go back to my dream of opening like a B&B with elevated food or something. I was like, yes. Yeah. I'll be there. That sounds delicious. Weird that both people that got eliminated today, we never really got a moment. Mm-hmm. You know, like they didn't get a moment in any prior episode. There was no, it never felt like we. We never mo- knew them. Yeah, we never knew them. And then they were both eliminated in the same show. The numbers are suddenly even. It's strange. Like when Lindsay yeah. was like, I'm a trial attorney, and then someone made a comment about her beautiful wife. I was like, this woman sounds fascinating. Yeah. And we literally know yeah. nothing. I think, well, I, think, I think Lindsay made the comment about her beautiful wife. Okay, well, yeah. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just that we didn't, like being a trial attorney is quite a cool job. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Serious stuff. For is sure. the food standing in the way in this show? It's <laughs> taking up a lot of time when we just care about the people. I think genuinely my favorite ones are when people just cook what they want to cook. Yeah. When have we seen them on a plate in the last little while? Here's my. Here's something I'm posing to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this. We've dabbled in this with mm-hmm. MasterChef Jr. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Imagine every episode was just like half of them getting ready in their hometown and preparing for the the challenge coming ahead and half of them was cooking in that challenge and it's literally just like pantry cook so half of them's like developing a recipe and they're like this is it this is going to get me through round seven and half of them is just cooking in round seven a lot of flight costs you know (laughs) <laughs> a lot of flight costs. Yeah. What if we just built sets that look like their homes and then they Love each it. get to work in a kitchen environment that's comfortable to them? Love it. That's what I'm Gordon knocks on the door. In Vegas. She built her house? They built a replica of her house so that, that would it wouldn't so... displace her children. That seems super disorienting. I don't know. I don't know. Her kids can't handle being in a different house. Uh, they were young and their dad just died, Max. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> For uh, listeners, something Celine. that um, you might want to know is that Jenny and, and Max have a long standing bet that Celine Dion will one day again have a number one hit on the Billboard charts. A lot of money riding on this. So, if you care one way or the other about how this goes, you know, feel free to call up radio stations, request or don't request, <laughs> retweet Celine. Yeah. Does Celine even have Twitter? Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, speaking of bets, I'm, I'm realizing I... Oh, God. I'm realizing my mouth doesn't have ice cream cake in it. <laughs> oh. Huh. That's funny. Do you know, I meant to get you one for your birthday as well, and then I didn't, because I thought yeah. that'd be timely mm-hmm. Yeah, to get yeah. you an ice cream double cake. up. Yeah, that's fine. That's definitely what the bet was. <laughs> I'll do it before okay. this season is over. Thank you. So, guys, uh, we're going to... Woman uh, of your word. We can wrap up here and uh, go right into our interview with uh, with the lovely Sam. Sure. A- anything else you guys want to talk about before we do that? Just weird app. Weird app. Dramatic. Yeah. Like, yeah. flip-flop from last week where we were like, blah. This yeah. week I was like, ugh. Yeah, yeah, totally. Exactly. You could not have put it better. <laughs> Jenny is a wordsmith, as we have learned. Uh, um, so we're going to have this interview with Sam right now. We got Mark coming up mm-hmm. hopefully fingers crossed if we can it's, it's hard to kind of coordinate with yeah and we got a few more on the line i mean yeah. the original spice boy wants to speak mm-hmm. to us as well very excited to talk to the original spice boy and i uh, can't talk to him that counts as an affair i think <laughs> but I'd, I'd like to throw out that we would love to talk to, like we'd love to talk to all the contestants we'd also love to talk to any crew or Ugh. any behind-the-scenes folks, we, producers, yeah, we still judges. Wanna, we still want to talk to one of the medics. Yeah. I really yeah. want to talk to one of the medics. So if um, any contestants are listening and can connect us with those, <laughs> you know, heroes who, who <laughs> are involved uh, on the, you know, camera operators. Um, you know, the, why have they never cooked for the crew? They're yeah. always cooking for other loosely formed crews like the Boy Scouts. Why do they not cook for their own crew? Yeah, the good. Boy Scouts are a loosely formed crew. <laughs> and also, let's try and get Chef Shanika hashtag shink trending. Yeah. yeah and when yeah. I say trending, And our ultimate true. goal, I think, is to get Shanika on this yeah. podcast. I think I would be too nervous. I am a, I'm freaked out just thinking about it. I'd be it. nervous for you to talk to her, Mac. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> she's very... Our ponytail seems to be getting longer. But she's very intimidating. It, yeah, it is. But I think that's a good goal for us. Yeah. Shanika is the crown mm-hmm. jewel. <laughs> I think we all know. Mm-hmm. Um, if listeners she's a damn want- diamond. She's a damn diamond. <laughs> she's a damn diamond. Um, if listeners want to send Jenny wilderness survival tips, oh, that's God. probably helpful yeah. as well. Yeah, you're not going to hear from me for literally two weeks. We won't know. Is there? How did people used to communicate when they were like up on the gold rush? Do you sell, send a telegraph? How did people used to communicate without cell phones? Like, imagine I was meeting you somewhere and you were like, "Oh, can't come. Max broke his leg or something." Mm-hmm. Would I just be standing there for an hour? That must have just happened all the time. Literally all yeah. the time. You know, uh, my Max. Do you remember? <laughs> you no, know, a friend would fax you. Or... <laughs> <laughs> um, my aunt, she went uh, hiking the Trans Canada Trail. Is that what that's called? Mm, I yeah. don't know. And uh, she slipped on something, broke her leg, and she had to sit there for like six hours with a broken leg until somebody came by to help her out. So that could be me this be caref- week. Be careful out there. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. 
Well, listeners, if I don't see you again, um, yeah. Remember, we'll remember her. Buy her book. Please buy her book. Remember, it's been from... Uh, to, uh. <laughs> now, if something were to happen and you are not able... Maybe not. This you're not terrible. dead, but maybe you just can't speak. Yeah. Um, something happens to you. Like a boulder crushes your And then my wisdom teeth value would go way up. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Those are collector's items, so hop on it now. <laughs> would you want us to release this this episode where we're talking about your death in oh, such a cavalier sure. way? Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's so freaky, though. I don't know. Like, I think it'd be great. Imagine, like... <laughs> We this could, convo and then I do get killed by a bear. You'd be like, oh, she knew it was coming. We could play it at our funeral. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. We're planning. Oh, I don't like this. <laughs> to end on me dying? Yeah. Well, we're not okay. gonna. Well, we're not going to end on you she'll, dying. We're going to end with, this, through her children's with book. this interview with Sam. Yeah, I'm the past. Sam's mm-hmm. the future. That's right. And uh, uh, <laughs> Stace, how can people find us on uh, social media? Um, After Chef Junior. Junior all spelled out. Um, on Instagram and Twitter, or you can email us after Chef Junior at gmail.com. We love hearing from you and your opinions, however small or insignificant they mean the world to us. So um, you can find links to all that and our latest episodes um, and our Patreon account at afterchefjunior.com. Hello, everybody, and uh, this is Max, and I have a very special guest with me here, all the way from, well, not quite Des Moines, Iowa. Uh, but real close, I've been assured. Uh, we have uh, all the way uh, through the interwebs, Samantha Daly. How's it going, Samantha? Good. I'm doing well. Awesome. How are you? Oh, I'm I'm doing great. Has the whole thing normalized yet for you? Yeah, it's been pretty crazy. So I remember when I got the call to go out to LA to potentially get the option to be on MasterChef. Right? Yeah. It was still way in the works even when we went out there and I am just taken aback every step I made it. I was just blown away. I mean, every time I made it another week, I was just like, wait, what, what is happening? I should have gone home by now. Um, so it's crazy. And then to be back from it and know it it feels like it was all a dream Mm -hmm. and now I'm watching it on TV and it's crazy and it's real and people are recognizing me and it's just, I yeah, it's just unreal. Like it must have been obviously a thrill a second while being on the show, and then there was all that anticipation from when the show was fim- finished filming to when it began, and now here we are. You know, we're almost six weeks in, even more than that, eight weeks in. I think we are on episode ten is tonight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that yeah. thrill, that 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 feeling of excitement is still there every time it comes on. Being there filming was an excitement of its own. Like it was just nerves and it felt like you were getting ready to take a really exciting exam that you had studied for your whole life and you're like I'm ready for this but I'm not ready for this um and then watching it is just I I just I can't I can't always watch it I I just like like I'll leave the room for parts that I know are coming (laughs) um like last week when the red team had all those plates brought back i literally turned my mom i was like i can't watch this i can't i cannot watch this and it was just uh yeah so every time i mean like we know what's going on (laughs) so it's scary to see what parts there's to show do um if if i was on the show uh, having Mm -hmm. watched it as closely as as i've forced myself to over the past few (laughs) years um i would be really scared about how like uh, how I'm going to be represented like through the editing and, and all that sort of stuff. Is that something that worries you when you turn on an episode? Like, oh, are they going to make me look like a doofus or are they going to make me look super cool? Yeah, absolutely. Um, a couple episodes back was the episode of the churros. Oh, the controversial I... churro Ooh. episode. <laughs> I was so nervous about how that episode was going to come out. I remember that day vividly. I remember leaving after the churros and everyone came up and gave me a hug because I was a mess and everyone's like I'm so glad you're still here and all that kind of stuff and I was like thank you and I was just a mess Mm -hmm. absolutely and I was so scared and they I you know the editing I liked how they edited it Mm. they didn't make me look like I was just sobbing because that's actually what was happening um I actually got up there and instantly just broke into tears it looked like you know I had led into it and it was just (laughs) Oh, so I was nervous for that one, but okay. all of the other ones, I haven't really, I've been more reaction girl, like mm. cut me for reaction. Um, so I'm interested to see what's, what's coming up. One thing I've always wondered 
when you're in the bottom three, I guess, or bottom two, yeah. and you're not sure if you're about to go home. Mm-hmm. And then the judges go off to deliberate, to have their, their little conversation. Uh-huh. For us as an audience, that conversation is just instant, right? Yeah. Is it really, do they really debate back and forth? Yeah. Um, they stand, sorry, my cat is sneezing. <laughs> <laughs> the judges will leave and go behind that little glass. Yeah. And you're thinking, oh, that's like an open room. You'll be able to hear it. No, you can't hear it at all. You yeah. can see them standing there talking and they're pointing and they'll point at you and look at you and it's terrifying. Oh, wow. Um, being in the bottom is not fun <laughs> at all. I bet. And that conversation can take a while. I remember one time we were out there for 45 minutes and what? they would leave stage to go and like talk to the producers and let them know what their decision and then they would come back and give us the decision and oh my god 45 minutes you could make a you can make a second dish in 45 yeah, minutes yeah exactly we would spend hours filming mm-hmm. you know even one challenge it was crazy so yeah being in the bottom is not fun because you get to stand there and wait so long and then the people on the balcony can usually hear what they're saying like vaguely Mm. like a little bit through the wall like the back wall of the balcony you can kind of hear what they're saying (laughs) so like they all kind of know and we have no idea and it's just (laughs) like i can't even describe the feeling i bet wild um tense watching it on tv try being there they make it 10 times more dramatic and because they want us to like appear shocked and have all of those feelings because mm. we are genuinely having those feelings. We oh, have really? no idea what's going on. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's so interesting because, um, and you know, Jenny, our, one of my co-hosts, mm-hmm. she works in, uh, what does she call it? Not reality TV. She gets really upset if you call it reality TV, like factual television, something like factual this. Factual television, yeah. And they do like- a lot of like really, in, the, in her shows, they do a lot of really contrived like okay, we want you to stand here and we're going to, we want you to act surprised and then we want you to act sad. And then we want you to act happy. And they just sort of like layered in however they want. So we always wonder, like, I wonder if they do that in, in MasterChef as well. Um, there's a couple of times when we're all in groups that they're like, okay, we're going to do some shocked faces. We're going to do oh, these. Yeah. It's just so that they have, when there's so many of us, they have footage. Cause there's only about like eight cameras. Mm-hmm. So trying to get 24 people like footage of everybody um, another thing that they'll do is, you know, all those dramatic and you'll notice it now that I say it. All right. And I always wondered it. Um, those dramatic little things when we're waiting for them to call us up for our dishes, we'll like stand there and then like look down at our dish. That's <laughs> all like we spend an hour doing that. Like just uh, look down at your dish, look back up at me, look down at your dish. <laughs> um, so that, I mean, and it's just TV magic. It makes us look worried or we're yeah. like, oh, is it good enough? <laughs> Did you, I guess you probably end up learning quite a bit about television, like the way television is made, eh? Yeah. um, I mean, a lot of the lingo too, like hard ice and um, just like a lot of the behind the scenes, like everyone, whatever you would like request something, they would say copy and then they would do it. And I was like, wait, what? (laughs) It was weird. Yeah. Cause it, it, we were in that weird little, we were cast, but we Mm -hmm. weren't talent. Right. Right. So we... It was it was a strange feeling. Like huh. Gordon and Joe and Aron, they are talent on the right. show, whereas we are cast. So mm-hmm. like we had to share the same bathroom as the crew and eat the same food as the crew. Like we didn't get any special treatment. It was all pretty much like by ourselves, like secluded. That's the cast's room. All and, right. Like, don't tell them what's going on. <laughs> oh, cool. So you are you're currently attending uh, the University of Kentucky or formally? Formerly. So I was attending the University of Kentucky. I started fall 2015 and this coming year would have been my senior year. Mm. I stayed. But when they called me back in January to go out to the show, I was like, all right, I'm going to drop all my classes. And so that's what I did. So Mm. I am I've not been I've been back to visit my friends and to move out of my apartment. But I um, I'm no longer a student at the University of Kentucky. I've actually applied and gotten into culinary school and will be attending culinary school at CIA in January. Right. I was going to ask you, which campus? Uh, Hyde Park. Oh, did you know that the Hyde Park campus is haunted? Oh, really? Yes. That's kind of awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm, there you go. That's a fun tidbit when you're trying to make friends on the first day. Cool. Cool. I'll have that in your back pocket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anthony Bourdain, I think, was also a uh, mm-hmm. alumni there, right? 
Yeah, a lot. There's a lot of um, famous, like TV famous chefs oh, cool. that have been at CIA. Sweet. We're gonna wrap up here in just a moment, but one yeah. thing I want to I want to get some advice uh, on behalf of I think uh, people who are interested in you know uh, auditioning in the future for Master Chef. How is there a way that you could recommend that people like prepare for the audition? Is there anything that people should, I don't know what you can say or what you can't say, but is there any advice you would give to somebody who's about to go in, in and audition? Yeah, so audition with a dish that really speaks to you. So most of these auditions, you bring in a dish that you have pre-prepared. So be ready for that. Be okay with the fact that the judges are going to taste it cold, but also know that they're going to taste it cold. So don't bring in like something that should really serve, be served hot like seafood. Mm. You know, I auditioned with a mushroom ravioli um, and it was perfect because I brought along a hot, like a bottle of hot water to reheat the ravioli before I went in and then they could eat my dish warm. Um, keep in mind, it's going to be a long day. And then after that, the process doesn't stop. It's months and months of paperwork and phone calls oh, really? and take a video and send the video in. And it's it's really long. But if you can stick with it and, you know, keep going through the steps, then, I mean, who knows? Because I did this on a whim and it was just a, it was kind of a joke, a kind of a dare. And here I am now. So, wow. so exciting. And, and I, I need one more piece of advice from you for, for me Hi. personally. I really want to woo Shanika into being on this podcast but and i think eventually i'll be able to sort of like line something up but i find her to be incredibly intimidating not just because of uh i mean she's incredibly attractive but she has a no-nonsense personality and i'm really scared about her coming onto this podcast and stirring up all sorts of crazy drama what kind of advice could you give us should we be privileged enough to score an, an interview with with Shanika. Okay, yes. So Shanika is getting a lot of hate. <laughs> and I personally don't agree with that hate. She doesn't she hmm, Let me see how to phrase this. <laughs> so you have to be very careful cuz you never know. Mhm. Mm during team team challenges, she tended to be a bit negative, which I think got her a bad reputation as causing drama on team challenges. If you want to woo Shanika into mm -hmm. being a show, I think just don't let up. Just email her and email <laughs> her and email her and tell her she's gorgeous and let her know that hair looks good That's and right. just be an absolute fan. <laughs> And she will 100% do it. <laughs> oh man, I don't want to. I don't want to come across too strong, you know. It feels no, like will that be I desperate? I don't think Shanika is the type to respond to desperation. Maybe in the first email, be professional, mm -hmm. and in the second email, then you can start to let the desperation <laughs> show. <laughs> okay, good to know. Fantastic. <laughs> but don't be scared of her. She's super nice. Um, she doesn't know. She didn't know that she was going to be portrayed as the evil one. Yeah. Totally. Which is unfortunate. I think we all kind of did, but like no one had. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh man! Um, anybody like who did you gravitate towards uh, on the show? Like, did you spend? Did you? Was there any particular people that you end up spending time with? Or yeah, so um, my like friend group, I guess you could say, was I hung out with Caesar, Mark, Farhan and um, Emily a lot. We were all kind of close-knit, and Junie. Um, I just, yeah, I mean, I was kind of nice. I tried to be nice to everybody. I didn't want to make enemies. I just wanted everyone to be my friend. Um, and yeah, and Caesar is actually coming to visit tomorrow. I'm picking him up at the airport. No he's going on a little America tour where he's going to visit everybody. So, Unreal. so funny. Yeah. 
You'll have to convince him to go up to Canada. Oh, man. <laughs> I love Caesar. He's so funny. He hasn't really been, uh, like, showcased on... He hasn't had... There hasn't been, like, a Caesar episode yet, but I am, no. I am ready. I am ready for the Caesar episode. There, there will be. There will be a Caesar episode. Don't worry. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, sweet. Well, thanks so much for, for doing this. I really... We really yeah, appreciate it. And, um, yeah, taking the time out of your busy day and, and doing this. Yeah. And wish you all the best no. at culinary school. I know that you'll absolutely kill it. Now, you're going to have a target on your back when you first get there. I know. So you got to find the biggest, mm-hmm. toughest looking person there and just take them out day one. All right. I'll do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm working at a bakery now, actually, to build my skills so that when I get there, I actually can show that, like, yes, I am decent at this. Right. Right. Oh, man. I'm scared I'm going to show up and I'm going to be horrible. And they're going to be like, well, I thought you were on MasterChef. <laughs> totally. Totally. No. Um, um good yeah yeah i'm sure i'm sure it'll be a blast i'm sure you'll have a great time all right well uh well that's that's it thanks so much yeah thank you for having me i really enjoy the show so keep doing you oh thank you we'll try (laughs) 